Hey y'all, Trey Cherie with Picture Me Living, and I'm here in Miami again with Happy Karen, birthday. the Miami boss, taking me all over town, showing me a great time. So we're on a rooftop, and this video will be on YouTube. I'm gonna move right now so that if you're watching the video, you can see Miss Carolyn. Now, I'm gonna try to get up a few times. Yeah. To uh, it's really dope how this stabilizer moves with when I move, you move just like that. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, so. Icebreaker. What's your favorite tequila? Ooh, yeah, I have to say my favorite tequila is Don Julio Ferrell Resposado. Because it's just so perfect. It it's it well gave mounted. me so much indigestion last night. And I think that mm. Don Julio does it. Acid reflux. You have acid reflux? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Most liquor not should common. not be good for you. No, it's not common. It. No? If you drink like vodka? No. It's oh. only Don Julio that does it. Hmm. Maybe maybe Resposados aren't good for you. No, because I drink that all the time. The Espolón, I drink oh, that all that's the time. Right. Yeah. yeah, we did have Espolón this morning. And yesterday was a Don Julio night this when we morning. went to the R&B. <laughs> hey, we're in Miami and it's your birthday weekend, so nobody can judge. Anyway... Don Julio, that's your favorite. You don't, you like that, you don't, so you like Don Julio better than Espelon? Yeah, oh, I okay. do. Mm -hmm. Right now, what do but we I have? I like both, but I like that more. What do we have right now to drink? Terramana Resposado again. Casamingo does not get me drunk at all. Like, every time I drink Casamingos, I never get drunk. It's so weird. Hmm. It's like diabetes or something, I don't know. I never get drunk. I have lot, lots of uh, drunk memories with the Casamigos. Chum. <laughs> Any travel plans soon? I'm going to go to Paris this summer for sure. Okay. That's where I want to go. I've never been. I want to see the Eiffel Tower. Okay. So bad. I have a um, Paris itinerary on I'm the sure. website now. I think I'm it's sure. $11. That yeah. I need to advertise a little bit more. Yeah, because you've been to Paris like four times, right? Yeah, I've been a lot. Mm -hmm. So, I slick lived there a little bit. Really? <laughs> like you stayed there for a long period? That's what you no. Oh, okay. But I would love to. That's yeah. one of the places I would nomad to is Paris. Yeah, I get lost in Paris in the yeah. city for sure. That's nice. Well... We went over some topics that we have a lot of topics that we can discuss. Dating and relationships is the go-to with Miss Carolyn because she's an expert dater. You think so? <laughs> yes. I don't feel like I'm an expert dater. You're, you're I just good. I you think I'm a great people advice. person. So I kind of know people. That's what makes me better at evaluating like people in relationships. Okay. Know? Yeah, no, nah, you give great advice. Thank you. I tried. But we're going we're gonna <laughs> to steer off topic from our typical dating and relationships. Maybe we'll get back to it. Mm -hmm. We'll get to the current state of dating and relationships a little later. But you wanted to talk about something inspiring. Starting over. Yeah. 
So let's talk about it. What's your idea? Like, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of starting over? Okay. What I think about as a woman, too, about my different levels in my life, like when I was in high school and when I was like a young adult, and then when I became a mother, mm-hmm. and then now like being a single mother, or like before I was a single mother yeah. in a relationship, and now I'm a single mother single. So it's like you go through different stages so you kind of have to like reinvent yourself because you know more stuff yeah and you've been more places and you understand things a little differently now so it's kind of like every season you're like reinventing yourself so it's like you're starting over your life in this element or this mindset like you changed trying to fit you in there in the video i think i might have it figured out But I hear what you're saying. You're saying um, we're always constantly starting over, right? Yeah. In a sense. Always. Give me some examples. When you uh, when you were in a relationship, then you get single, and then maybe you were like now reintroducing people into your life. So. You have to evaluate the people and then say, like, how would my life be if I open this door in this chapter with this person versus this person? So it's kind of like you're basically planning a future for yourself. And it could be on your own, being like a single mom, you know, or with somebody that you don't really know, but you're trusting or want to get to know because you like their attributes. So it's very, like scary to figure out like how you think the future will be when you don't even know really what you're gonna get okay starting over can be scary you know i'm actually not afraid of starting over i i start over all the time with my workout routine so i'll fall off the bandwagon like right now i haven't been to the gym i've worked out at home but i haven't like really been to the gym in the sense of uh, how, at least how I was or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you got to start over. Oh, You're yeah. going to be sore those first few workouts. You're going to be sore as fuck. It's not going to be like how it is when you're in a routine. For so I fact. think that's what kind of got me accustomed to starting over. But mm-hmm. relationships, especially long-term relationships, yeah, that it's like, damn, I got to go back to being a single mom. Mm-hmm. And shout out to the single moms. I've done it before. And you just rather have somebody. Mm-hmm. It's nothing wrong with it. But you just rather have somebody there helping you out, picking the kid up and all of that stuff. So it's that part that scares me. Yeah, you're just the one being counted on solo. Like yeah. Mainly just you. But like starting over with like a new job, a new career, does that does that scare you? No, yeah, I do feel like it's me. like an adventure. Yes, yeah, it's like okay, what am I doing here? What I gotta do? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what you gotta yeah. do. Then you gotta figure out how you gotta act because you know working with people. Are these folks gonna like me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like, should I be like really? Is fun it gonna be real professional? Chill? Is it gonna be boring? Yeah, in this bitch? exactly. Like, is it going to be another ghetto black girl up in there? Right. It's an adventure. Somebody hitting on you. Like, I'm just doing my job, literally. Because human nature, you do get bored in relationships. You get bored in your career. And stuff like that excites me. 
But mm -hmm. it, I like how you said an inspiring topic because a friend of mine did reach out to me and said, hey, man, I'm watching you and you're really inspiring. Watching you start over is inspiring me to do what needs to be done in my relationship. Right. Watching you, you know, people are watching you. And, and I, I didn't even think about it like that because I'm not moving as if people are watching me. I'm moving naturally, you know, how I need to move for my mental health and my lifestyle. Mm hmm. Exactly. But yeah, sis told me that she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm watching you, man. I'm very proud of you. This is, you know, a lot of people mm -hmm. are afraid to start over. So that is an inspiring topic. Perfect. And I think hopefully someone listening to this will get inspired and say, you know what, let me look at this as an adventure and, and do what yeah. needs to be done. It is an adventure. Everything. Going to school, working, being a mom. You don't know what your kid's going to do next. <laughs> <laughs> you like yeah. what the kids doing? This, oh this high school phase, I wasn't prepared for this at right. all. It's terrible. Happen, so it's always going to be an adventure for facts. And I'm okay with that. What are some other um, starting over examples? Hmm. I also feel like when we do some self-reflection for ourselves, like our personality traits and how we act with other people and stuff like that, and what ticks us off and things like that. When we start evaluating like the things that maybe bother us or the things that we like and don't like, we can always tweak that too. So for me, I also kind of evaluate how I act and how I am as a person and how I treat people around me and like also like the people who are around me like how are they inspiring me and motivating me and helping me and I can trust them or depend on them. I have to like evaluate those relationships too, so and I feel starting like over can be we're we changing the friendships script, and know? yeah, it could be the type of way you operate with somebody based on the friendship that they've been giving you this time. All so this time starting over in friendships time. is the hardest because you don't see it coming. I mean, you don't see it in in the relationship, you the romantic won't either. See it coming for real, but with friendships, you are completely blindsided or backstabbed. You're just completely like shocked, and you're forced to start over. Yeah, just like if your man cheats on you or something like this, that yeah. would make you be like, oh, hell no, done. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like ripping a band-aid off. Yeah. But more importantly, how we treat people versus that more more so like how we're moving in, in the world today. Like, are we polite? Are we not? Are we feeling stressed and overly yeah. aggressive at times? And when do we get like that? How, do we need to adjust? And then you can reinvent your personality when you say like, Okay, you know, I'm going to, like, be more hopeful thinking, wishful thinking, be more upbeat because I feel like I've been down a little bit lately, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to do some energetic things, yeah, things that make me happy and make me excited, make me want to laugh. So definitely evaluate that and change up a little bit. I'm going to figure out this camera. <laughs> In the course of this podcast episode, I'm going to figure it out. I don't know what I'm going to do. Starting over is pretty scary, though. It's like, you know, I just thought about that. Like, starting over can be scary when it when the Band-Aid is ripped off. When somebody makes a decision mm -hmm. that you didn't necessarily, you know, you didn't put your two cents in on that decision. They made a selfish decision to backstab you or cheat on you or whatever the case is. And you're under pressure to start over. 
And so that's when a lot of people are afraid to make that decision to start over because they don't know what to do. Okay, we had a train pass by. I ain't wanna put y'all, oh yeah, cup fell. I ain't wanna put y'all through that sound nightmare. You know I'm still working on my sound. But um, Carolyn, so what's the status of dating right now? Like what you see out in the streets right now? Mm, a whole bunch of messiness. Mm. Like, I feel like the dating scene nowadays just got so the bottom. Okay. <laughs> Do tell. Do tell. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people just doing whatever, having sex with whoever, dating the same same men's. Mm-hmm. Like. Do tell. I wouldn't say sharing men's, but maybe dating somebody that dated your friend. No, I just feel like there's no really standards out there really like people are just like oh he was cool he was nice he looked good but we're forgetting like oh he used to date your friend or oh like you know whatever that's somebody's son or whatever I don't know you know it's just some yeah. weird shit so give me some scenarios because oh. I mean I've had the situation happen where um, I've never dated somebody that my friend talked to i just Same. i don't see the point of that Same. um we're, th we're real thugs out here i mean i feel like girls it's are a more, cold yeah we're more thuggish ruggish than some guys you know guys they would literally be like oh yeah i used to do it with her and the homeboy be like oh really type they would still pursue the girl and i don't i would never do that like once i found out like oh he used to talk to Sarah, like, hell no, I'm not going to talk to him. And I've been presented with like, that situation before where a guy has come to me. And it's unfortunate that us as women have to be the bigger person. Mm -hmm. But a guy has come to me that know that he's been in a sexual situation with a close friend of mine. Oh, and he's that approaching me. As far as the guy aspect of it, I feel like guys will do that more easily than a woman but it's still and then they'll blame it on us because we'll, yeah we'll get the bad and rep. they'll say and the worst part about it the reason why you got to keep a g-code is because the guy will say you see your friends been like wanting me to or yeah. they were looking at me type shit and it'll be like bro no we always know that men are the ones that are always trying to pursue you for sex and things like that yeah so you definitely pursued that girl even if she said yes because yeah. she said yes for whatever her reasons are don't be trying to act like you all that and now my friends like you too no you went and got that girl stop playing you know and i don't like that like oh you just loving the whole crew that's happened to me before actually a little bit more detail without saying too much yeah um those are players though i talked to a guy in the past and then his friend talked to my homegirl totally unrelated mm -hmm. and but those two, the guys were friends and me and the girl was friends. Well, obviously the two didn't work out. And I was still sort of involved with the guy that I was involved with, right? So the friend, the homeboy, I mean, he shot his shot for like a year. I mean, made it clear he wanted to sleep with me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but what about my friend? First of all, my friend is first and then your friend. Like, what the fuck? That's too much. It's and that's too complicating. Much. And that's too much. No. Yeah, that's, that's, like, that's I a even lot. think about it messy. chemically. Like, I'm not even, like, gonna be swapping spit and, like, 
no juices of body juices with another man that my homegirl did the same thing with that's a big turn off for me so so if you don't have like if some people don't have that feeling of turn off too why can men weird. do that that's my question men are disgusting literally <laughs> you don't know the things that men do <laughs> they do a lot of things traffic. they would never do uh, yeah it looks like a plane that's classified we're really close to the airport too um that's the question, you guys. I want to ask everybody out there. Why can men do that? They're disgusting. Because I'm kind of done with being They're a bigger overly, person. They're I'm being overly honest sexual. with you, Carolyn. I'm, I'm done with being a bigger Not with my homegirls, though. No, no. I'm saying like... Like, I still got to cope with topics. that. You want to be Because my girls is, a, is sacred. And there's too many men out there, but... The exactly. other way around. Another reason why not I think to. I'm 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 gonna stop being a bigger person. Like you should never if it don't work out with me and you and your homeboy try to holler. No. I'm I Unless don't know. he's a millionaire or something. Then we can I'm make changing an exception. My, I'm changing You know, my there's mind always exceptions it. to the rules, but it's always like an anomaly, you know? It's never something that really is typically gonna happen. Because I wouldn't oh, that's really. That's a good topic. What are the anomalies? I, I wouldn't really hate on a girl that okay, say I was dating like a multimillionaire and he's a boss ass nigga and he's nice and respectful and our relationship didn't work out. If my homegirl and him hit it off again, I would not be like hating to the fact that he could really like take care of her. That's something special. That's not something you're gonna typically find out there in the streets with these guys, you know. So he's an anomaly because not a lot of people is going to be having the, um, I, the, the chance to date a millionaire. So I wouldn't be mad at that girl, even if she was my homegirl. I, I think our relationship obviously would change, but she could like she could sacrifice our relationship for something like that, especially if our relationship was never like that strong. Like if we didn't grow up together or didn't have no real serious things that we went through together. I don't really feel like her giving up so you're on our type to, of friendship. You're referring to the girl that sleeps with your ex. ex. Yeah, like or even became boyfriend girlfriend with him. At least more respectful, not just fucking around type shit. Like he likes you now too, and I broke up with him. I hate him, and he likes you, and y'all want to. But you know what? I've it, never man. been He's attracted to guys that. I want you to do the camera now, so that How? the people can see you. Oh, okay. But I've never been attracted to guys that would leave me for my friend like i've never had that energy around me it's your relationship i mean i just i think that i think that a girl has thought that in the past like oh, okay she don't you know they having problems or whatever so i'm just gonna slide in because he now he can pay my bills and she got a rude awakening like no but i still won't trade so that's the type of man that i'm attracted to yeah, they we definitely gonna want a man that's all about you. Only they're gonna, you they're before gonna or after. Out, they're gonna hold out hope that one day Trey is gonna get her act right. But if I fuck around with her friend, she, she would ain't never, never come, come back. back. Correct. So I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed and figure this out. But what about the friend of friends? So, so we, I'm gonna tell you a story. eliminated the girl thing, but what about the guy that you dated? It didn't work out. So I would friend. say, oh man, I'm gonna tell a personal story. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, I was asked before from a friend. Yes. I was asked before from a friend if they could date the guy that I'm talking to. Oh, and I wouldn't say talking to that I talked to mm -hmm. past tense. 
And I say yeah because I don't care. But just the mere fact that the axe was a little bit like, hmm, interesting. Okay, wait, but she thinks you about say? it differently than I do. What did you say? Like if they could talk to the guy that you talked to before. Like say you talked to Jack. And so then the girl came up to you and asked my you. My friend. My and friend. so what happened? So no, that, that's yes. happened to me before too. I'm not going to lie. But I it was just yes. a guy that I dated. Yeah, it was just a guy that I dated too. But I just feel like, like there's enough niggas out here. I just went out to out here, like, on, dinner with him a couple times. And <clears throat> what happened was, um, I don't know. Me and the guy didn't hit it off. I was This was years ago. I was so broke. And that's all I was concerned about was my bills. Right. And then my homegirl came and she was just like, um, do you mind if I go on, out, out on a date with this guy? Because he just hit me up. Wow. And I was I mean, like, well, at least he hit her up. This guy didn't But me and up. her aren't that close anymore. And I'm not saying that that's why, but I think that that is a character flaw in women i do think that you in know women? as much as i hate it we that are was the different. first time that's ever happened to me in my whole life by the way so are you still close with the girl yeah okay did they date no they didn't date so one of my friends brought to my attention that at this level of where we at in our life right now the dating pool decreases so it's more narrow. I don't believe that. I mean, it doesn't. It depends on the person, period. Period. So it doesn't when, you know, when you're interested in, or when you entertain a broke dude or whatever. But when you. No. When you narrow it down to dudes with money, it gets narrow. It's false. Well. You don't false think so? statement. It depends on the person. Again, I mean. It won't narrow down. I feel like the older I get, the more a uh, better caliber of men I can obtain based mm-hmm. on just my knowledge of being a woman and mature woman mm-hmm. at that and okay. being around men and business. I feel like I have way more better options as an adult than when I was 21 and 23, which I okay. was always in serious relationships back to back. I didn't have that those options available to me. Obviously, we were in school, struggling, finding our first jobs and all that. Yeah, Nobody yeah, yeah. really was out there in the business seminar. So you, know? you think Not that necessarily it, every time. the dating pool, you know, the, the phrase is the dating pool has pee in it. So do you think that? Yes. Everybody <laughs> pees in the pool at least once. So do you think that everyone, everyone pees in the pool at, at least, least once. once? Yeah, you so, did at least once. You don't think that it's narrow, though, but you think the dating pool. So you, there's always going to be pee in the pool. Period. Is it's messy, but it's still a plethora of people out there. Enough, yes. You should find somebody nice. Okay. It's not that bad. I would say I feel like it's hard to connect with people and actually feel. Yeah, I'm not a people person. Secure with them. I don't have this same. Because you got to trust these people. You don't know them. You're just meeting them. (laughs) I don't have the same view that you have. I don't like people, but you like dealing with people. Yeah, I love to get to know new people because people are so crazy. I'm always like, wow, <laughs> this person's like that. It's very interesting to see people be themselves. Okay, so yesterday um, we had we had a chaotic Sunday that was filled with fun and laughter, oh, uh, but we had to cut the um, podcast short. Yeah, we had an adventure. Yeah. Um, 
chaotic days are actually pretty good, especially on Sunday fun days and the day after my birthday. So anyway, um, yeah, I need a reality show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we're just going to leave it at that. Anyway, moving on. To finish this conversation, because you are my dating, my female dating and relationship expert, so... Um, we were talking about how you're good with people, right? And how you like to deal with and listen to people. Yeah. I like, and I, I'm not like that. So I think that's why my dating pool is more narrow. And we kind of discussed it. Like, why am I so introverted? Because I know what you want. Like, I know why you're hitting me up at midnight. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. do that. I know why, you know, no. Yeah, so we reached that. I think we reached that maturity level as a woman that we kind of know what men want from us. Yeah. So we don't want to waste our time. So we basically know when it's real. So if it ain't real and that's all you're interested in, we kind of can just feel that initially, and then you just know, like, yeah, I'm not fuck with him because his intentions are just about fun, yeah. whatever. So, so what are some? So, pet peeves. For instance, I'll give a little personal story. I'll let y'all in a little bit to what, you know, life, treasury, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Picture me living style. Uh, it's my birthday weekend. And I'm not a big, you know, pop and circumstance person. But I do take my birthday serious just like I take your birthday serious. And anybody else, that's your day. You know, that's your day that God bless you with, right? Mm-hmm. So... With that being said, it's a lot of guys that like me and watch my stories and they watch my friend Carolyn do all of this stuff, right? Balloons. Show the balloons. Liquor. Since um, we're doing it yeah. live, we oh, no, can I'm gonna show put a, a little whole, bit. I'm going to make a whole, like, Miami That would be quick, thing. though. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, cake, all of this shit that she went out and did with her time. Bottles. Um, nobody said... Uh, Carolyn, here go forty dollars. Um, let me help contribute to this. Happy birthday, Trey. Nobody said. Uh, I mean, I got a lot of happy birthday texts. You, you, now. you did get love too. Yeah. So we can't I deny. Got, got some love, texts, but it's it's a few guys we that talk about are that. watching that you know hit me up at eleven though. Like, what you doing on your birthday weekend? Yeah. With so that's no what plans. I'm talking about. I'm not. You know, mm-hmm. shout out to everybody that said happy birthday. That means a lot. Um, but we're talking about the dating and relationship aspect. The guys that said, okay, so when we going to meet up? When I'm going to see you? Right. And it's like, but you watched all of this transpire. Uh, you watched me get my black ass down here. Mm-hmm. You watched me do all of this work. So that's kind of a pet peeve. Like, you know, yeah. not just the birthday weekend, but maybe you could relate to this. Like, as a mom... I'm driving my kid places. I'm going to work. I'm working out. I'm doing all this shit. Um, small things like here go fifty dollars putting your gas tank. Yeah. Let me pump your gas. Let me do something to yes. make your day easier, right? Accommodations. Just accommodations. a little bit. A little bit. So what is how explain accommodations? I just feel like um, a man's job is just to make all the women in his life life easier a little bit easier to their capacity you know 
So if you're a man and you have like a mom, a sister, a girlfriend, a wife, a cousin that you're really close to, a best friend, and she's a woman and you don't make her life a little easier or you don't like, you know, support her in some type of way in her life, it's kind of like, what are you doing? What are you here for? <laughs> I thought you were all stronger than us and worked so much harder than us and can make so much more money. So mm-hmm. I feel like a man should be they more be accommodating. They want to be superior until it's time to be superior. Yeah. And they want to be equal then. When it's time to pay bills, they want it's. I don't know. All men are not like that. I know a lot of men that they really hold down the whole fort. No, it's some men that accommodate. Like, it's, you know, um, here, meet me out for drinks. Yeah, I Um, I have, like, great guy friends and men in my life that are, like, super supportive. Like, when I came back from Africa, um, Ken had detailed my car. That's so amazing. I I wish. I I mean, like, uh, I, I... I formed Amen. a tear. Like what? Like Amen. people don't do nice things like that for me. So yeah, I'm like, well, where'd you get a detail? He was like, you got some stuff in the house. I just he did it himself. Yeah. Wow. I got a vacuum. Yeah, that's the house. even I have so everything much nicer at the house. And like that's even so much nicer actually um, that he did it himself than just driving it to like yeah, the like place. he didn't spend a dime though. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's, free. it's a just it's nice the gesture. Gesture that's missing. Like a lot of men are missing. Like you know. Oh, she all right. She'll be all right. She'll figure it out. Basically, we do everything But let me, let me hit her up at 11 and see what she's doing, though. Hell. Even though I've done nothing to contribute to her life at all. Let me hit her up at 11.59. Let me try to catch her slipping because I know she's drinking. I don't answer my phone after midnight. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't have, answer my phone after midnight. Look, this, <laughs> I made a, a tweet on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'll have no coochie. If you can't comment under my picture... Uh, hey beautiful on Instagram. If you can't comment under my picture, uh, I can't wait to eat it from the back tonight. Like if what? you can't comment, <laughs> if you can't comment, if you can't wait, comment that under one? that, then I don't have no coochie for you. On the Instagram, you wouldn't mind a comment like that. Yeah, I, I want to be. I want to be nasty. That. I want to be openly nasty wow. like that with my dude. Yes. Okay. Well, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you can't do, if you can't do that, I don't mind. I, I'm all out of coochie. Yeah, you can't, you know, do the simple things like that. I just feel like men, they don't want to pick a girl because it's like it would be so much simple if you just pick a girl and then you just put your time and energy into her. Yeah, but I feel like since men want to be all around, they they kind of just reserve their resources because, you know, it's too much to keep up with for sure. (laughs) And I've talked about that here. Like, you got to be more transparent. You got to let. Let people know. I think that's the ambiguity that's out there right now is that people aren't, we don't know what we're getting into. You're just dating a guy. You have no idea that you're Facts. before. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then when you find out, you're all angry. Mm-hmm. But accommodation, that's the word that, that I like today. Yeah, I think men should accommodate us simple things and it doesn't have, it doesn't require a lot of money or time like it could just be like just something very courteous what are some some other examples of accommodation because maybe men need mm. help with that mm. you know maybe well uh i definitely the gas because that's something everybody needs that's simple i do also like a guy like if he's already somewhere like say he went to target mm-hmm. for whatever reason he's like do you need anything i like that And then if you're a very, like, digital guy, like, I like Instacart things. That's so sweet. Like, oh, what do you need for the house? 
I need detergent, I and then you Instacart me like, like detergent, paper towels, and water because it's heavy and big. The most to me was the dude that bought me groceries. Yeah, stuff like, like that. Cute. That's so. Di- First of all, just transparency moment. The grocery store gives me anxiety personally. Seriously? Yes. So I already don't. So I had told him this in a conversation. I already <laughs> don't like to be in the grocery store because I want to be healthy, right? And this is a flat stomach tip right here. If you want a flat stomach, you need to eat the most of your food from the outer portion of the grocery store. The like inner portion about is all the starches and, and the meats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the veggies and the meats. Oh, that's where, oh that's I understand what you're saying. So obviously with the kid, with the little boy, um, I find myself on the little Debbie aisle. I find myself... <laughs> You know, getting rice and My hamburger daughter, helper. Too. Yeah, she has so, Oreo snacks, everything. And that's extremely terrible for, you know, health and flat stomach, you know, the vanity. So over the years, you know, I'm 38 now. This has been a long time I've been parenting. So mm-hmm. You've been I've a always struggled with my weight. I've always struggled with staying in shape. So the grocery store gives me severe anxiety. Like I really panic in there sometimes. Like I really want to get salad. But I know I'm going to waste it because I'm about to go, you know, whip up June some Alfredo. Then I'm going to cook the Alfredo sauce from scratch. It's going to be cheesy. It's going to be fatty. Oh, my God. The yeah. pasta's going to be pasta. so good. <laughs> so, yeah. So, when the dude bought the groceries for me, he really stood out. Because he not only did he remember that, but he made the moment easier for me. He took one thing off my plate for the week. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's an expensive gift. That was like $300. Yeah, it's fine. It depends on... Yeah. He, you could have probably just needed something for the day to cook and he yeah. brought it. Or if he did get yeah. you like the healthy items that you wanted to get for your diet. But whatever, right? Even yeah. detergent and fucking paper towels. Yeah, just something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know that... I Bleach. Know that. And then, <laughs> that makes me want to cook for you too. Like, oh shit, he paid for these groceries. Ugh. Absolutely. That was a smooth move because yeah. now you feel like you owe him like a dinner. For real. Like he don't buy all this food. Exactly. So <laughs> Let me cook really and bring him over one day. Of Tracerie because now I want to cook for him. I want to, you know, I want to do a lot because you bought me three hundred dollars of groceries, and it's not even the dollar amount. It's the fact that I don't have to go to the grocery store this week. Mm-hmm. So I get to skip an anxiety moment. I get to save two hours out of my day. Is more to it. It's a ripple effect. Yeah, that will make you happy. Now you're smiling. He made you smile. That's it. That's all it so is. So let me ask you this. Does accommodation make you relax a little bit more and want to have sex? Um. Yes. As a woman. I say yes because, okay, say if I already like this guy. So I already think you're handsome and I'm just getting to meet you. Okay. And you're just basically showing me how much you value me mm-hmm. so you make sure that i'm feeling very comfortable around you okay so that i'm comfortable with you okay. so if i'm like okay yeah we can go out on a date and then yeah. i know i will drive i don't care to drive but you're like don't drive i'll send you a car yeah. and don't worry i will take you back home yeah or i'll drive you home or i'll okay. send you a car home wow okay now that you already got my eyes like open, okay, he's I'm in a tree. Yeah, and now he sends the car. Some worry off my head too. Like, yeah, okay, I get to drink a little more. Exactly, and then the idea of like, what do you want from me, and how like you want to get it, you know? Yeah. So basically, when you meet people, it's like, what do you have to offer? What do you want from me, yeah. and how can we get it yes. from each it other? Get straight to the point. 
And it doesn't have to be like blunt and roguish. It could be, you know, nice and smooth and natural. So that's what I have to learn. Yeah. Because I'd be like, what you want? If that's you want fine. Some Gucci, I ain't got it. That's fine too. <laughs> Sometimes we got to get right want? to the point about what that. What you want, sir? The fuck? About sex, we have to get to the point too because. Sometime you meet a cool guy, he's nice, he's smart, he looks good, whatever, but you don't want to have sex with him. You don't? No, it's not about that. Like, you feel like you met him cool, he's nice, he's all great, you get to know him but too. it's not sexual yet, or I don't have those feelings yet, so why would we push for that if it's not there? Yeah. And I just feel like guys would just be like, let's just have sex, even though we're, like, friendly, like, just, like... We are not romantic. You literally want to just have sex with me. And we're just friends for real. Like, we just be having drinks and kicking in. We be talking about people. And yeah. we be talking about dating and girls and, and guys, too. And so do you friend zone a lot of guys? That's what that sounds like. Yeah, hell yeah, all the time. Hmm. That's the topic a I needed a guy guest on for. I had a friend that I didn't necessarily think that I friend zone him. I thought that we were just, we grew up friends. I know I know knew this dude for years or whatever. And after, um, after a long relationship ended, and I saw before, not gonna lie, I saw before, maybe like the year before my relationship ended, like um, this friend would hard eye a picture on Instagram. He would mm-hmm. DM, you know, the reaction to hard eye, or friend, uh, you know, you showing out down there in Miami, like something like okay. that. Yeah, so it's like you know he trying he to creep out the friends on. Up so on that's time. when mm-hmm. I had you know here, sir, go back, go back to the friends on, go back to where. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, we don't do that. So when the when my relationship ended, he he was upset, like his feelings were hurt to see me out with the guy that my relationship ended with because we're friends, right? Mm. So. That's why I don't necessarily like to friend zone guys because mm. once I saw him trying to creep out the friend zone, mind you, I didn't even think he was there. I just thought that we was bro, sis, whatever. So once he started to try to creep out, he let it be known like this is my intention. So it was on me because, you know, women have to be the bigger person. Yeah. It was on me to be like, you know what? I need to cut off our communication with you now because. Oh, you just cut him off. You didn't. I did Friends on him because no, you didn't want to. You did it or you didn't? I didn't. Oh. I, I just put him back in the friend zone. Okay. Like, here, sir, go back over. I think you're lost. No, I'm not lost. I was just saying no, that. Did you friend zone him or you him. cut him off? No, this is what I told him. I think you're lost. Here are the directions back to the friend zone. Let me give you a map. Oh. Like, no, this is not. Because so he was flirting with you. I did not. I still communicated, like, you know, chill, bro. This ain't what you want. I think that was exactly what I said. LOL, chill, bro. This ain't what you want. And that's okay. Um, Everybody's not for you. So it's kind of like you can see if you will relate or like this guy. But what I should know? have done was cut him off. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Instead of giving him directions back to the friend zone, I should have been like, you know what? Because you tried to escape the friend zone, <laughs> this is gonna be worse down the line. So let me just chill on this friendship. Done, daughter. Yeah, he probably yeah. was just shooting his shot with you. You know, yeah. guys be trying. So he tried. I'm tell you the rest of the story, y'all. He mind. tried, and you <laughs> said no, and that's good because you decided that for a reason, I'm sure. <laughs> you know. So do you have friends in your friend zone that have tried to kick the bucket? They got lost. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my god. 
how do you handle that? I just tell them straight up, I am not interested in you romantically. Mm. Just like that. Because I just get into the point because guys be just pushing it and pushing it, like you said. Yeah. First, they'll start with compliments. You're going to always be like, thank you, nice and politely. Yeah. But it's like, now you're like talking about my ass. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I got a fat ass. But I'm not into you like that. Don't talk about me and my body mm. and sex and nothing like that because we're not there. And I yeah. definitely don't want to have sex with you. And we definitely never had that vibe since I met you. So why are you trying too hard? So my question to the guys, hopefully I get a guy, I guess, that can talk about this. Guys, do you sit in the friend zone on purpose with the time frame? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just going to sit here for six months, but I'm going to work on getting that pussy later. Okay. I think that's... A, <laughs> this is... <laughs> no, girl. I, I was going to actually pull up a new definition because... <laughs> On social media, they had this definition called breadcrumbing. Mm. And I had posted it because it it was saying, like, when you continuously, like, contact somebody that you have um, romantic interest in, Mm -hmm. but you do not make a move as far as making a relationship or pursuing action in the relationship. And it's breadcrumbing because they're basically, like, just lingering in your life keep on checking so up on that's you an actual definition because i saw that mean that same word but i saw it for friendships like just doing the bare minimum in a friendship just to you know say that we're friends but you're not also, actually putting in real work also i think that can go apply to all the relationships if you think about it because you basically relationships are work so just like a job you know yeah. you get paid to do what the fuck the job tell you to do. And when you're in a relationship or friendship that you decide to be in, you're working to make your friend happy. It's like literally like, you're my friend. I care that you're happy. I yeah. care that you're here. I care that you're feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Versus somebody just like, yeah, she's there. He's there. <laughs> no. I had to cut somebody off that I really liked because of the bread coming term and I didn't Friend find that a guy that romantic. I liked I liked him romantically so, and I oh liked my God, him what was happening I was telling you about him and um how he was just always like checking up on me every day like good morning how you doing make sure you drink some water and eat breakfast and mm, every day checking up on me which is cool but then it got annoying because like i want to hang out and i want to mm. see you i want you to come over i want to come over i want mm. you to pass by my job i wanted to spend yeah, time with him i wanted flowers yeah. i wanted to the spend a holiday but with together you know yeah but you keep so. on checking up on me yeah. like i'm a little child and then there's nothing like you said no accommodations i mean he instacarted me one time flowers and grocery stuff and stuff at the house but one time that's it and then after we got started into like our romantic relationship everything died down and i was like i'm not sticking around for this like i don't care what you got on got going on in your life like if you are working if you have a business if you have a busy schedule if you have a child like whatever it is like if i like you that much we're working around those things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have time. Let's not cap. Like, you know, our kids go to sleep. We get off of work. Yeah. We have downtime. You we're home. Time for what's important for exactly. you. Exactly. 
So that's how I was feeling. Like he wasn't taking, um, putting me as a priority at any stance. Like it felt like everything was before me. Yeah. And I just met him, so it's like the time that everything should be more fun, more interesting, more yeah. exciting, more adventurous. Yeah. Because you guys boring. just want to see each other, see each other, see yeah. each other until it dies down, you know, and be yeah. normal. But yeah, it died down too quick, and I was like, no, I'm not gonna keep up with this. And I ignore him, and I blocked him. Well, we got some stuff to do today, so we're gonna end this conversation. This is the, this is the breadcrumbing the definition. Breadcrumbing is the act of sending out flirtatious but non-committal so, um, social signals. Ooh. So you won't commit in order to lure a romantic partner in without expect, expecting much effort. So no effort, but getting all the attention and the love right. for free. Literally, like no work. So you're just going to, the breadcrumbs just going to drop on the counter. Yeah. And then I'm going to be right there on the counter. <laughs> no, because I'll be hungry. I need steak. <laughs> we eating the whole bread. Steak and we want a whole sandwich. We don't oh, want crumbs on the counter. Crumbs. Oh, my God. And I need a house salad to start. <laughs> we need a house, period. <laughs> house salad. We need a whole house. All right, we're going to go conquer today. Yeah. Thanks again to Carolyn. And we're getting in the hot tub. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it's less chaotic today. Than yeah, chaotic. we're going to pray for a smooth day. Yeah. And we'll My blend life well. Has been chaotic. And we'll blend well with the, with the universe today. <laughs> okay. Thank y'all for listening. See y'all next time.